0: Okay, let's do it. Well, welcome everyone to another one of our monthly webinar series. And today we're going to be talking about new construction homes versus existing homes. What are the pros and cons of each? Which one is going to be right for you? If you have any questions, feel free to reach out at any time, leave in the comments below, call or text me at 408-547-4590. And we can go over a specific game plan that might be more suitable for you. Now, let's talk a little bit about the team first, and then we'll talk about the pros and cons when one is considering between new construction and pre-existing homes. So a little bit about the team. So I have I am set up with my wife. My wife does the lending side. I do the real estate side, and we've been growing our team. And now our team has over 11 people uh, in the Bay Area. In the last four years, we've helped over 200 people with their moves. Many of them are new construction. Many of them are, most of them, quite frankly, are going to be pre-existing. There's only so many, so much new construction development in all of the Bay Area. And to be fair, some of the locations of new construction may not be of interest for many other buyers. You can, you can follow us on YouTube. So subscribe to the channel if you're not already. You may be watching it right now. And feel free to connect with us on Instagram, Spencer R.E. E. All right. What are the pros and cons when buying and thinking about new construction? I compiled a list of all the pros, all the cons, And then I'm happy to discuss them, but I'm happy to kind of highlight some of these. Number one, customization. Now, many times, many new construction homes are requiring some more time to be built out. And because of that, they may not have chosen the finishes in place. So like cabinet colors, uh, countertops. Now, for most, it's not like you can choose anything that you want from Home Depot or Lowe's, but there are packages that you can choose from. So whether you like white cabinets or dark cabinets, you're welcome to, you're, you have the potential to do so. Now every community is gonna be a little bit different. So some builders will have a certain policy. So this is not unanimous, but there are some that are available. Next, what do people really like these days? Modern amenities. Think about what you see on HDTV. Think about what all the remodels use, right? Most of the time now they use quartz countertop, white cabinets, Light color, flooring, usually maybe some French oak, white paint, right? Or some some like um, kind of cream color. Bathrooms, similar style to like the kitchen. That's just what's been in. But think about the generation before, about 10, 15 years ago, different, right? Darker granite countertops, black cabinets, black flooring. It was a style back then. And who knows how long this this, uh, style lasts, but people like that. And so you have the option because all of these construction are going to be built with those materials today. Next, what a lot of people like is they have reduced maintenance. If it's everything is brand new, the likelihood of things to go wrong is much less, right? If you have a brand new appliance, the, uh, the chances of that breaking is way less than something that's been around for 10 years. So some people really like that. To be fair, a lot of these homes are also The lot sizes are smaller. So there's also less maintenance for the yard. You may not even have a yard. So some people may or may not like that. That's a separate question we'll go over later. Over time, building codes change. So some of the standards, like think about electrical panels, think about just design elements, think about insulation, think about requirements, think about energy efficiency. That is very different now than it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. So most of these have better insulation, better noise cancellation, better uh, just better use of energy than it was before. So some people really like that and appreciate that. Another is style. Think about this. Think about if you went to an older home. Some of the layouts in the past were different, right? Think about a lot of them were a lot more compartmentalized. So a kitchen is somewhere, a living room is somewhere, a dining room is somewhere, and you may even have levels down to get to it. That was a style back then. What's the style people like today? They like open kitchen. They like open concepts. There's good and bad of it. Did you know there's some negatives of that open style? Think about the smell from your kitchen. It's all open. So it goes everywhere. Think about the noise. There are some downsides of this setup, but a lot of people like it. And that's, that's something to be, to be chosen. Energy efficiency. We spoke about this a little bit before warranty protections, this is a peace of mind element for some people, right? If appliances break for whatever reason, the odds are pretty low, but if they do, that's covered. There's uh, so structural things related to communities, related to the building. So some people really, um, they like to file a claim or reach out to the builder if they notice something throughout. If it you owned a pre-owned home, that's really on you to just figure out and fix I have certainly different people that can help with that, but that's something to be aware of. And let's wrap up a couple more things, modern infrastructure, right? Now we talked about the appliances are new, the structure is new, but also just the underlying things. Things will break over time, electrical, plumbing, wiring, different things like that. They will break over time. Now the, the odds of it breaking just depends on how, how long it's been used and how it's been maintained. So, That's something that's also not something someone has to be aware of. Next is financing options. A lot of the builders also have a lending arm as part of their selling proposition. So they're kind of taking the best of both. They're helping the transaction on the seller side. They're also doing the lending side. And so many times they have different programs that are very hard to compete because they're going to be willing to lose a lot of this on the lending side to be able to help with closing costs. So... Depending on the company, they may be offering this and it may just be of of benefit for the individual that's a buyer. Last but not least, there's no bidding, which is good and bad. Um, It's priced higher to begin with. There's no bidding. So you don't have to go through the process. Now, you do have to make a decision and you may not be able to move into a house for many, many months, but there is no competitive aspect from that perspective. It's just really whatever they set, you can potentially negotiate. And that's where I will help case by case for the community, but there's no bidding side of it. So we talked about the pros of things, right? These are the positives of it. What are the cons of new construction? There are certainly there are certainly some there. The cons is typically new construction is always priced higher than what others have sold for because they can demand a premium. Like look at communities that have been grown out over time. You can see that the new build, even though it's not necessarily significantly better per se, of like materials or anything like that, but they're usually more expensive. And there's reasons for that. There's one the beginning of a community, there's a lot more risk, right? Risk that get the price right, risk of how quickly they will sell. But later on, there's more security that, oh, this has been more established. We have less units left to sell. There's less construction noise now. Now we can demand a higher price. Next, limited location options. Just because you may want new construction doesn't mean that new construction is even available in cities. Look at San Mateo County. How much new construction has been along the entire county in the peninsula through the last years? Very few, but you look at places that are further out like Dublin or parts of Fremont, right? Around Tesla, lots of construction there. Look at Newark, lots of construction there. So if you wanna be specific areas, you may not have too many options. So you gotta be very mindful of that. Some cities just don't have any room to build. It's not a matter of time. They just literally have no more room. They have to tear things down to make the room. And that may take a long time, right? Like there's some future projects, a lot of these old kind of dilapidated malls, they will be torn down and there will be housing there. But is this style housing that you would want? Or they a bunch of like condos and apartments. Time will tell, but that's the idea of it. Construction delays. You are completely out of your control. It is completely out of your control. If there's any delays so don't give your notice to wherever you're renting too early do that at the very end right the closer you are to the deadline the less delays there will be the less possibility delays there will be right but if you're a year out it's very common to tackle tack things on so do not give notice unless you're really like 30 days out next typically you're going to find some people really like lot size at the end of the day the value of a lot of the homes is in the land but at the same time, builders realize it can still sell a lot because it can, the density requirements have been changed over years. It is now able to be more dense, which means it can sell more units and fit more units together, less public parking is needed for a lot of these communities. And so because of that, the lot sizes are just smaller than, than ever. There, it's hard to get too much smaller unless they now make it a standard from a three-story to a four-story. But maybe we get there because initially the three-story was a concern, but three-stories are selling all the time. So the question is, can they make it even more narrow? We'll see. I don't know if they will be, but you never know. Like behavior may change and there are certainly keep testing this, right? The builders are going to keep testing it. They're going to keep trying to cram in more with lies if people are willing to buy it. If it doesn't buy then they may change that process, but that's something to be mindful of. Uh, it's, it's generally pretty hard to find lots. Next is the surroundings, right? Like think about the trees around, think about the established parks, the communities. Typically there's just a lot less, right? Trees take a long time to mature. You can't just plot in these very mature trees from nowhere. So there may not be too much scenery. It may be just almost like a concrete jungle. That is a concern for many people. that's, That's something to be mindful of. Next, you may no longer have ability to use gas. Like a lot of the, a lot of California has been more on the electrification side of things. So gas has been harder and harder for new construction, and some have been grandfathered in. Others may not have the ability. So, so you may not even have the option of a gas stove. That could be a deal breaker for some, but that's just the reality. Of what people have to be mindful of. Next, limited historical character because right? they're cookie cutters, right? A builder is not going to do custom homes for each one. They're going to do clones of them. And they're trying to, because they're going to try to scale by doing same materials, uh, same style, same architecture, same permits, same drawings. So it's very cookie cutter. So some people are okay with it because it's more modern looking inside, but others are like, man, I look like every other home in this area. Compare that to Willow Glen, right? All the homes are unique. People love that. And you cannot reinvent that, that uh, setup today. Next. Parking in general is a lot more congestion. Think about how much street parking have you seen in these, in these communities. It's pretty tight, right? But you're all competing for that versus like an older single family home because the density is different. There's so much more street parking. So those are things to be considering um, just because they're going to keep cramming more and more people in, especially if it's near a transit line. So, what you'll see is a lot of developments are like condos. They may not even give you a parking spots anymore because they don't need to give you parking spots. It's all based by the city of what is the requirement of how much parking is needed for each community. Right. So, I'll give you a, a live example. If you look at the community that's next to Santana Row, there is a community uh, by Pulte Homes. And that community is uh, from the city. The city, even though it's like a two bedroom, They would not give them more than two parking spots, only one parking spot, even though initially their plan was two parking spots, right? That city is like, no, I'm not. I think people are going to commute a lot more. We're not going to give that to you so that we can save some space there. I mean, that's their decision. So every city will have its own policies and that will change over time. Next, most new construction will be in a community, in an HOA community, homeowners association, right? So whether you like it or not, that will be a governing body of what you can and can't do. So don't think about doing too much cosmetic things on the outside. You certainly can't do anything of, of the structure. Structure. You, you gotta go through, you gotta pay monthly dues, whether you like it or not, there's no choice. You have no, there's no choice about it. There's some governing body that's gonna be managing this. So that's gonna be depending on if it's a condo or a townhome, ranging from, i seen 200 to 600 a month. Next, many times, look at the hidden costs. Many times these new communities, are funding things, funding public parks, funding schools. And because they're funding different things, there's a, there's a special tax that may last decades, which is called Melarus. You will always find this because this will be on the natural hazard disclosure uh, documents. And that's where you will be able to see exactly what the property tax rate is, but also all the other taxes that are gonna be part of this, this community. Next you're gonna be forced to use solar, whether you like it or not. Some people do the math and realize leasing solar makes no sense. And many times it doesn't make any sense. But if you purchase it, it may not also make that make sense too, because how long are you gonna live in it for? Technology continues to get better. How much are you actually using it? Usually the breakdown for solar is seven to eight years of living in a house. So it may not be a value, but you're gonna be paying that extra amount anyways. And solar for usually these is, ranging from 10 to $20,000. So an additional cost to factor in. Next, depending on where the status is, there may be construction that are still going on, right? You're not, unless you're buying the final homes, which are like the model homes, which will also be the most decked out, the most expensive homes, you're gonna be, uh, there's gonna be just construction and big trucks moving things back and forth. There may be a lot of dust. That is very, very common. So if that's a deal breaker, then you want to make sure where is it in the community. All right, let's talk a little bit about when we're, ex- we're exploring existing homes. So we talked about all the pros and cons now of new construction. And there's a few more, like I'll mention, I haven't even added here. Just, there's, many, there's a few more. For example, you may not be able to find the direction that you like. Right, you may like the model home, but how is this light, how is the direction face when it comes to that one that you're trying to get? How does that work with your timetable? Are you okay paying the extra months, years of rent, whereas you could have just bought a home already? Those are personal decisions to make, right? Now let's talk about exploring existing homes. What are the advantages? Uh, they're gonna be basic counter arguments for the most parts. Typically, they're gonna be more established neighborhoods. There's gonna be a little bit more charm, more landscaping than one may be able to do. So typically, they're gonna be where most of the jobs are. Think about where the jobs are. Most of the jobs are between San Francisco and Silicon Valley. That whole corridor of San Mateo County. But there's not that much construction all through there. Most of the construction is much farther out. Think about Tracy, Concord, Brentwood, uh, Manteca, Gilroy, uh, Hollister, right? Think about all of those that are way on the outside bubble. That's where you have a lot of them. Now you have a few examples for smaller ones, like Fremont, Hayward, um, Dublin, But it's really limited for the the, kind of those prime areas. And quite frankly, availability of immediate occupancy. It also depends, like if you have specific requirements, you want bigger lots or you want things that are less flights of stairs and you want something that's that's pre-existing. Here are the things that you want to consider. Don't assume and just say, okay, it's an older home. It just means there's a ton of work to do. That's not the math. Think about the things that you would be doing for a home anyways. Like what are the big things? Roof. Appliances like HVAC, AC, plumbing, electrical, right? These are your main costs of foundation. If those are okay, they will all last an X amount of time. Just factor in and prepare for that accordingly. Then you'll be okay. Just don't be surprised. Oh, why am I paying so much money now? It's just everything will have a shelf life. As long as you're working with a good agent to help you understand the shelf life of things, you can then budget and mentally prepare for these things right? The other thing is some people want something that's remodeled. Some others in general, these are homes that people have lived in for a long time, right? What are the odds of somebody doing a full remodel just to sell? The odds are less. Many of the homes are just living it. They don't want to deal with any of the work because there's a lot of work to do remodeling for houses. So they leave it as it is and they sell it. So just be mindful that there's the renovation and maintenance costs. It may or may not be there depending on the specific home. So everything's going to be Individualize, but last but not least, you're gonna certainly be competing with the public, right? At the end of the day, that is a much more uh, prized possession. Uh, Long term, they have done very well, and so it'll just be whatever the market will bear, good or bad. And so, working with the right agent will help you understand the right expectation. Now, now, how does the process then differ? And if if you have any questions, just leave in the comments below. We'll talk about that. But how does the process differ when working with a real estate buyer's agent? or new construction. So at the end of the day for new construction, think about how it's set up. There's a listing agent, which is the seller, There's the builder. Now they're not going to advertise it, but they're going to, but they're not also going to deter it outside of one builder, which is Lennar, But outside of them, most are wanting to work with realtors. They understand like, look, realtors is a big part of trust. It's also a big part of future business. And so I have great ties with all the other builders out there. And to be able to just so yeah, ultimately to make it work. And so we have the relationship, we have the uh, rapport, and we also have quite frankly, have the knowledge of like, how are they selling? Are they doing better or worse than they're forecasting? And so are there opportunities, but either way, this, the individual buyer is not paying anything. The cost just comes from the seller side, which they have already budgeted as part of their advertising, marketing, and selling costs. So there is absolutely no benefit for you to go on your own. You're not going to get a better deal. You don't even have the volume that someone like myself does. I mean, I've helped over 20 people with their moves in new construction alone. And these sales reps move from community to community. So they're wanting to make it work with us. And so that's important. Now, the difference though, is you need to go with the buyer's agent for the very first time. So if you watch this, you're like, Hey, Spencer, I love to connect. Let's connect. Don't just go on your own because then I, I won't be able to get credit. And so the way that works is very simple. You say, Spencer, What do you think of these new construction? What do you think of these? And then I'll just go with you. I'm not going to be pushy on you. I'll tell you the good and bad of what I think. And then from there, you make a decision yourself if that will work. So that's the process of new construction. Now, the other process is if you, let's say you like it, the review of the paperwork together is something that I will then represent you on. Right. And I will review with you and I will tell you the good and bad, whether you like it or not. Versus if it was a selling agent, if it's a seller side, they're not going to tell you all the bad stuff. They're representing the builder. That is how they're incentivized. So, those are things also just to be aware of. Now, I'm going to share with you a live demo. So, people ask me, okay, well, Spencer, how do I find these new construction homes? It's pretty easy. I use a source really on Zillow. Zillow is a good site when it comes to this. So, what I do, I just simply go on Zillow, I go to buy new construction, right? I can open it up to. Whatever area that I'm looking at, and typically what I do. So you have, you'll see, there's a separate category. That's for sale. Um, where did it go? I think they changed it. Okay, maybe all right, it's already right, filtered to it. You can you can see high level about the different communities, and what I like to do is very manual, to be fair. But the way to do it is that you can kind of hover and see which one has like two plus homes. And you can, of course, change your parameters like anything else. But then you can then see which has two plus homes. And those are the ones that I know are those new construction. Like, take a look at this. Verano, right? Two homes from $1.98 million. And you can kind of scroll around to see. So this is, a, this is how I update my own list, but also how I choose to do videos for new construction homes. You can see, like, what are the ones that I have multiple? There are some that may only have uh, one-off. That's just like a new construction individual home. So for most, that's not gonna be too applicable, but you can see it's like certain communities, right? They have multiple homes there. And so those are like your prospects. So it's not a very hard thing, but it's a very manual thing. The other thing to be mindful of some communities have a long shelf life of continuing to build, right? They may be building for two years. Think about like the, the Fremont community. Think about the Dublin community. Those are like huge lots. So there are many generations but they may also take big gaps right like for example communications hill communications hill um for a long time they were building the building the building but they're right now approaching the end of phase two one is phase three phase three is not going to be for a while they're not going to do phase three until they do some commercial development in the middle there'll be some leases there there's there's many other things so even though it's a multi-phase project, the next phase for new homes may not be for many, many years. And so this may be done for a long time. Then it's back to pre-owned homes. So it gives you an idea like how I would look and how you can consider. But to be fair, at the end of the day, depending on one's budget, and if you're looking at condos, townhomes, single family, you're you're gonna know right away of like which ones are doable and which ones aren't. And then your search will be pretty simple. Okay. Let's uh, wrap things up here. All right, next. So the question is, at the end of the day, is timing, right? Like, are you willing to wait and pay the, the years of rent for a new construction home or months of rent, depending on the timing, or would you rather get something pre-owned? What style do you like? Do you want something brand new? Do you like something open concept? That's a lot harder for, for pre-owned homes. There are, there are options, but it's a lot harder. Right The number is significantly less. How early or urgent do you want to make your moves? Do you like going up and down a lot of flight of stairs? How about the location of things? Are there actually that product in those areas? Right? These are all the different things that you need to be mindful of. Next, how do you like the neighborhood? What neighborhood do you want to be a part of? Do you want a bigger lot? Bigger lots are going to be pre-owned ones. The older it is, almost the more likely they're going to have bigger lot sizes. The resale value and market appreciation. Some people ask, is it better financially to do new construction or pre-owned? It actually depends. One of the cool parts about pre-uh new construction is this. Think about this. But this is only certain times. Let's say a new construction community was being built. Think about your capital structure, how it works. Let's say you're buying a place that's, that's going to be available to, to live in a year or two years down the road. The downside is there's no model homes typically for those. You're buying it purely on the hopes and the specs that they'll do, that they'll produce what they said they'll produce. But the benefit is you're putting a small deposit down. Let's say you're putting three to 5% down for something that you'll be moving in and you're locking in the price, locking it down the road. Now, one of the unfortunate things that happened over time is oh, one of your price may have been pretty good, but as you saw over the last year, your rate was not locked from when you bought, when you got in contract for the home. You are only locking your rate when you're one or two months away from getting the place and moving in. And so those are things to balance. But in a, for a period, rates were pretty low for a long time. And so those people were able to lock in a very good price. The rate didn't really change. But then by the time they were moving in and they're now reselling other competitive ones, those prices have been a, a lot more, right? And so you were able to lock it in at a very low amount because you were like the early early investors and early um, believers of that project so those are the things that are my to be mind those are things that have worked out for some people. Some people unfortunately it hasn't like they may have paid too much it works both ways. Um, some communities you, you' locked it in before but it's actually better to just walk away from it give up your deposit and just rebuy that same home like the math just works that other way better so it, it can it could go both ways and that's that's something just to be aware of. And last but not least, personal preference and lifestyle. Some of these communities can be close to some great downtowns. Others, there's not a whole lot of downtowns there. Think about Fremont. It's not much of a downtown. So if you want to be by Pastor Street, Mountain View, you want to be by downtown Redwood City. There's only so many products in that area. Downtown San Mateo, there's only so many products in these communities. All right. I'm going to open up for any questions or comments. Otherwise, we will conclude. But if you want to talk about Buying, selling, or investing this season, so right now in springtime, send me a DM, give me a call. We help so many different buyers and sellers like yourself with their moves. So we look forward to help you every step of the way. You have a question? Got a question for Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Spencer. You're welcome. Okay. If there's no question, I'm going to conclude it. Send me, a, send me a call, send me a text at 408 547 4590. Love to go over some options together and figure out a game plan. Enjoy the week. Bye now. Great. Thank you. You're welcome.